0: It's me, your girl, Angie Clay, and I am here with another awesome interview. You know, I'm all about finding wonderful businesswomen that are out there doing the thing with their businesses and tapping into their craft and how do they implement self care in their businesses in their daily life. Today, I have the beautiful Ryan Robeson, and she's here to talk about her shop, Tuesday Shop. I'm so excited for you to meet her and to check out her designs. She um, creates traditional Japanese um, kimonos. Um, she hands paints um, a lot of them and she's going to tell us um, more about her business as we go on. Um, and one thing I really liked about her business is she's zero waste on um, her designs. She gets remnants from um, factories and she also uses vintage fabrics in her designs. So that's really neat when we're people are really looking more into how they can um, not leave such a huge carbon footprint. So we're going to discuss a little bit of that with her as well. So welcome, Ryan. How are you? Hi, doing well. Thank you. Well,
1: yeah, I'm- doing good. I'm in my shop here in Seattle today. So yes, and how's the weather over in Seattle? It's pretty warm. I mean, for for us in Seattle, it's pretty warm. I mean, my shop gets really hot. It was I just had my ac going for a little bit because i don't try to use it a lot but it was like 89 degrees in my shop which is really hot because i'm like ironing and washing stuff and um so now it's down to about 80 in my shop <laughs> oh <well. laughs> so it might be a little glossy here <laughs> yeah well you look fabulous <laughs> so
0: i'm so glad to um, take some time to talk with you because i I don't know how we got in touch with each other. I think I saw Chris Gio. I think she had on one of your kimonos. And then I was like, Yeah. That. And she was like, Oh, Tuesday shop. And I was like, Oh, really? So then I went and I stalked you for a while. I was just like, Yeah. Beautiful work that you do. So tell us, like, how. Oh, actually, before we get started, I'm ready to just jump on ahead of myself. We always okay. start with a prompt. Okay. So, okay. So today's prompt is Deepest Yearnings. When you first hear that phrase deepest yearnings, what comes to mind?
1: Let's see. Deepest yearnings. That's a good one. For me, I think it's just about like looking to the future. Mm -hmm. You know, like what where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? Where do I want to go? I mean, I'm always kind of looking forward. I'm kind of I'm a little bit of a workaholic and I think if anything this whole year, this you know, 2020 has kind of taught me to kind of take time for myself a little bit more and actually take weekends i think you commented on my social media post from this past weekend just like enjoying the sunshine and um yeah for me i think that's kind of become one of my deepest yearnings this year i would say just to take more time to not be working all the time i think sometimes as a creative business owner people think that Oh, well, you just get to do what you want all day, anyways. So, like, you have the life. And it's true, I do get to do what I want to do all day. But at the same time, you know, you can't just constantly be working. Mm -hmm. So, it's hard sometimes to take that time to, you know, just relax, breathe, and sit in your backyard in an inflatable pool and (laughs) make a nice dinner. And to me, I think 2020 specifically, that's become one of my deepest yearnings is to take more time off and relax and enjoy and not feel like I need to be constantly working on something.
0: Mm-hmm. So. That was really good. It goes hand in hand. I'm reading a book by Beth Kempton and it's called Wabi Sabi. And it's really looking uh-huh. at Japanese culture and how there, there's the, the balance with like taking time to relax and like mm-hmm. enjoy nature and fixing like wholesome wheels. And you know, the things that, will to be enjoying in life but sometimes we get really involved in being on the phone being like always oh, yep. like the busy person is a successful person
1: yeah i think now we're finding out in 2020 that's not necessarily true yeah i think i've found like i mean my my year financial this year has been great which is you know um a, a bit of a surprise with everything going on and so you know it's just totally different. So July for me last year, it's like constant weekend shows. I mean, I was working last year in July. I was seven days a week, constant working, doing shows on weekends and making stuff at the shop during the week. And so this year when I don't have any shows, it's kind of like, what do I do on weekends? I don't know. Do I go into my shop and just make more stuff or do I actually take some time? So I think it's been really nice finding that balance. And I think, yeah, I guess. In response to your prompt, deepest yearnings, I would say a one-word answer would be balance. Mm -hmm. How about that?
0: Yeah, Yeah. we all need a little bit of that. Yeah, balance for sure. So now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of your beautiful designs. I'm actually wearing one today. Thank you very much. Very soft. I cannot wait to go with my mask. Yeah, office in it. (laughs) awesome so um how did you get started with making these beautiful kimonos
1: yeah so i've actually been in business for over 10 years um i started my business i was just making scarves actually and um just for fun it was kind of just a side thing i was just doing that Um, You know, I'm I'm, I'm a huge textile nerd, and so scarves kind of seemed like the, oh, well, like a scarf basically is just a textile. And so um, kind of just working with different textiles. And then um, when I got my shop, it was almost nine years ago, I think, um, in Seattle, that's when I kind of switched over to full time. And then in a funny way, my actual space here has kind of helped me develop my designs um i started dyeing fabric because i had a washing machine hookup in the back of my shop and i was like i might as well put that to use and like you know maybe i should try dyeing some fabric and um that became a huge part of my business because i totally fell in love with it and it's really addicting Mm -hmm. and then as far as the shape of my designs go even when i was just doing the scarves um you know, one of my philosophies was always creating something from a full rectangle of fabric so that I'm not throwing anything in the garbage. And that's traditionally how Japanese kimonos were made. Um, The shape of them was kind of all based off of this, the value of the textile is, it's so great that you don't wanna throw any of it in the garbage. So why not create the shape of the piece to utilize the whole width of the fabric and you know, no curves for the neck or anything like that. And so the pieces that I make now, they're not the shape of a traditional kimono, but I make them kind of in that same spirit. So like the one you have on and the one that I have on, it's literally just one big rectangle that I've put a couple um, seams into. And then that's what creates kind of the dress shape. So yeah, so I never throw anything in the garbage. None of the fabric goes to waste, it always goes all into the piece
0: that is amazing So this summer you said you usually do shows and that's how I end up creating you know this channel of interviewing other women because I had to pivot because of COVID because usually I'm around Washington state we live in the same state I'm on the eastern side mm-hmm. um, you know doing all these different shows and now they're gone so I had to, to pivot. So for you and your business, what way did you have to pivot
1: because of COVID? Um, yeah. It was pretty significant for me, actually. And at first, it was absolutely terrifying, like, really, really scary because the majority of my business and my sales all came from doing markets and shows and doing them every weekend. And sometimes I felt like a professional mover because I was just constantly packing up my van and, like, loading up all the stuff and setting stuff up. And, um, you know, when when I became aware, when I kind of finally – realized that like these shows aren't going to happen you know they were getting canceled and and delayed and I was like well maybe they'll happen again so but maybe I should start kind of figuring out what else to do I guess and I'd never I'd never focused a whole lot on my online business before because the shows were so good and I really liked selling to people in person I didn't really have the time to like Update my website constantly and a lot of my pieces are one of a kind or two of a kind so it seemed like kind of silly to take the time to photograph and edit the photos and post them if I was just gonna bring them to a show and sell the show so for me it was actually a positive pivot because it forced me to try that and see what happened and I think partially because the pieces that I make are things that you want to wear around the house anyways, (laughs) and they're really comfortable, and they're kind of perfect for the timing of everything. Um, People really responded well, and I focused a lot more on social media right off the bat, Um, you know, making videos and making sure that people that were viewing my products online had a better idea of the fit, Um, because normally it shows, you know, I can, like, help you style it and put it on and show you how to tie it and do all of those things. And so um, I think that was the first thing that I really was like, okay, how am I going to translate this into online and make sure that people see how to wear these? Mm-hmm. Cause they're not really a typical dress. It's not just like, Oh, you just throw it on and, and here's the neck and here's the arms. And you know, it takes a little bit of practice and a little bit of shifting. And so Yeah, I made a few videos. I should probably do some more pretty soon because those were kind of way more towards the beginning of all of this. Um, But it seemed to really help. And yeah, so far my online sales are up a lot over last year. So that's good
0: that's great yeah i totally can relate with that because doing markets you go on saturday you sell out so now you have a week you have to focus on remaking so you can have it for saturday People are waiting for those things and it's like online it's like oh i'll get to you in the winter i'll get to you in the winter
1: yeah
0: yeah do you have have an online store and you're like
1: oh well you can it's up you you can email (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) totally (laughs) <laughs> so now it's, yeah, so now it's, like, only online. And, like, my physical storefront here in Seattle is actually still closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of just transformed it into mainly my studio. Um, it's a pretty big space, and previously, like, the front area was the shop, and then the back area is, the, is my studio, my workspace. But now I've kind of just taken over the whole space. Now the whole thing is kind of just my workspace um, until I feel a little bit more comfortable, you know, letting people in, and because my sales online are doing a lot better, I want to make sure that the pieces that are in the shop aren't exposed to many people before I ship them out. Right. So I'm just kind of keeping it as is for now and focusing on la- online, and um, it's going well so far. So
0: good. That's good. So let's talk about uh, self care. So last weekend you took off. And mm-hmm. went away for the weekend, which was fabulous. It was nice looking at the pictures. And I'm like, oh the fairy. Uh, it's just it just felt so relaxing what you were doing. So yeah. how are you implementing that in being, you know, having this new pivot and your shop is closed, but you're still creating, but how do you balance all of that?
1: Um, I think it's it's still difficult. Like there were definitely moments over this past weekend that I was like, oh man, like when I go in on Monday, I'm going to have so much stuff to do because I took two days off, you know, and especially with dyeing fabric, it's not just an immediate process. Like it takes, you know, mixing the dye and putting it on, you know, sewing the fabric, mixing the dye, putting it in a dye bath, letting it set for 24 hours, then washing it, then hanging it to dry, then ironing it and finishing the sewing. So it takes a good, you know, Two three days total to make a piece from start to finish, and obviously I'm making more than one piece at a time. But when I do take two days off, it does stress me out a little bit because I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, so the things that I get started on on Monday aren't going to be ready to ship out until Wednesday, but orders are still coming in. So it's something that I'm going to have to keep working on, you know. And I I really worked on it this weekend, and I did have an amazing time. Mm -hmm. I would like to get it to a point. So where I can just a full 24 hours of just like turning it off and not answering emails and not, you know, just cause I think it is important. And especially right now with all the stress and all the ups and downs and like, uh, you know, you're, even if you're doing well, you're still nervous about, is this, am I doing well right now? Or am I going to keep doing well? This is all so unknown to me. So yeah, I think self-care for me right now is just making sure that I do take at least one day off a week to just relax and hang out with my family and you know chill in the backyard especially when it is sunny outside (laughs) yeah we all know that once you know January hits we're gonna feel a little Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yes that's when I hear people say Cause last week, uh, Eastern Washington was about 108 degrees, and he was like, "It's so hot," and I'm like, "Enjoy it," because guess what? Yeah. We'll be in our cute boots soon, and we'll be like, "It's so cold." Yeah. You know? so I was just like, yeah. the summers here are so short, and people who live like on the East Coast down south, you have like long seasons. Here, it's kind of like summer is like gone in the blink of an eye. Um, yeah. I get up super early, and I love it because. Like at four it's already light and now I wake up and it's already getting dark
1: at four. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You wake up at four every morning? <laughs> yes.
0: That's yes. T- I thought I woke up
1: early. I mean I feel like I get up at around six, six thirty every morning. But I mean that's not that early. But you know, for being <laughs> I guess if I don't have like a, a normal office job, it always felt kinda early. Yeah. And I always used to be a night owl, but my mm-hmm. husband is a he's a morning bird, so uh-huh kind of my schedule's kind of shifted into that i guess but
0: yeah i like getting up early in the morning because for the most part the world is quiet yeah if i want to go and pull weeds if i want to go sit on the porch i don't have like the neighbors like you know looking what you doing you know like i'm by myself and it's
1: quiet um so have you been doing a lot of gardening
0: I know well, you're asking a question. Okay, <laughs> hey, is it a, a, a nice exchange? Um, I have some roses that are growing, and they Ooh. and they're, they they had some problems. I think because we had um a damp spring, and they were like had some kind of powder mildew on it, and so I had to like research that, and I've been feeding them. I'm like, don't die, you know? Like, yeah. I planted you because I thought I had to do anything with you, but no. But I do have
1: a lot of things in container garden, you know. Yeah. You know, like a little container gardener. That's what I'm doing. Um, I would say that's, like, a big part of my self-care right now. Because we have we have these garden boxes in our backyard, mm-hmm. you know, the planter boxes. And um, just this year, I think we decided, well, let's try it out. Let's plant some vegetables and some lettuce. And um, it's been really fun. And it's really uh satisfying Mm -hmm. it's something that I can do that has nothing to do with like making money or running a business but it's still you get a result which is cool
0: right and then you know creative ideas come when you're not doing the thing so when you're in the store and you're whipping up your beautiful colors okay you're doing you're doing the action but when you're in your garden and you're doing something totally different like those great ideas kind of come like oh, okay, I've got to write that one down. It's all yeah. separated doing something else. So it all works really nice together. Yeah. And it's why it's important we take the time for self-care. I was, an idea that came up. Do you journal at
1: all? You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I was young, like when I was in high school, I really wanted to like have a diary and I wanted to do all, you know, and it just never worked for me. It never... It was never natural for me. Mm-hmm. It's always something that was just, oh, I forgot about it. Or, you know, like, and then and then, you have this diary that has, like, two, page, two pages written in it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that was, like, six months ago. Right. Well, I'm giving up on that now, you know? So, for me, I've never really done that too much. I'm a much more, like, visual person, I would say, mm-hmm. than a writer. I'm not the best writer in the world. Like, my husband's a really great writer, and I know how to like. I know what good writing sounds like, and I know journal isn't, journaling isn't necessarily right. about being a good writer, but it it stresses me out. Writing does.
0: I think. What I was thinking when you were talking about when you go away for the weekends and you know all these things are in your mind, I was thinking you you just need like a little travel journal, and brain dump. So when your mind starts right. to flood, right? I was thinking, oh, she just needs this brain dump, and then. Close it and go. Yeah. Because yeah. all your great ideas that they're even there is something that you want to come back to later. That you say, Oh, I'm going to come back to it, and you're like, What was I thinking? You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So think about maybe like that in that sense. I was just thinking ways of um, how you keep trying to separate as you're implementing more self care into yeah. days. Um, I like that. Sometimes when I feel yeah. overwhelmed with my business, I just stop and just. hmm paper even if it's
1: just a list yeah that's a good idea I mean it's something like I said I've always wanted to be better at staying on top of it because there are so many times when I'm like wait what was I thinking about the other day <laughs> that like I know I had a good idea yesterday what was it again now so yeah definitely a good idea I mean I don't even really do sketchbooks I don't even sketch anything so I don't know yeah I should get on it yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a
0: little try you never know. Yeah. Um, so what is the future for
1: Tuesday shop? Um, I don't, I don't try to think too far into the future because a lot of my stuff, I don't not Like a, I wouldn't say I'm a typical fashion designer where I'm like, Oh, I got to come up with my fall winter collection or any, you know, I kind of just make stuff as I go and just whatever I'm feeling, I just kind of get on, I just do it. You know, I don't like to store too many things and then think, oh, I got to get, I got to get to those ideas. A lot of times it's just like, I guess my brain dump is just the pieces that I make Mm -hmm. because now that I have it down, you know, it's kind of, well, let's just try this and see what happens. And I think that's a lot of times the process of, of the actual dye is what gives me new ideas. Uh Um, I'm starting to work on some of, some more of my smock dresses, which are the linen pieces. I know that's not really fall winter, but I kind of wear them year round anyways. Um, it's a different shape than these ones. It's closed in the front and then it has pockets. So they're great as like a tunic over jeans in the winter. or. Um, so I just got my linen in and I'm gonna start working on those today. Um, fulfilling orders right now. <laughs> And I was on the uh, again looking. I was like, oh, I think I want another one. I think I want something solid, so if i want to wear it. Oh, yeah. I have a few. There's definitely some solid colored ones right now that are up on the site. All of my um, ready-to-ship things are 20% off right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, just because I, I don't have a ton right now. I'm getting some more fabric in, hopefully, at the end of this week. And then um, – but I really want to start – doing some more, some new dye patterns. Cause for a while there, it was easy to just like relist some, some of the limited edition pieces cause they were already photographed mm-hmm. and people were really liking them. So they were selling anyways. Um, but I think for the next couple weeks, I'm just gonna take time to start making some new colors and patterns and see what happens and um, see what I like. And like, this is a new color. Yeah, I was looking
0: at that. I was like, Yeah, I
1: like it's that. a fun. Yeah, it's kind of like a terracotta color, very fall, I guess, so, I don't know, it's hard to think about fall when it's, you know, 80, 90 degrees outside, but. (laughs) And the thing, the seasons are so weird now that it's almost like,
0: is there such thing as, like, a certain, like, season wardrobe?
1: Yeah, because we're not, I mean, I think even in fall, winter this year, we're not going to be, like, going out a whole lot anyways, so. Yeah. yeah, the high, I mean the high low kimono is what we're wearing right now. Those will be around. That's like my signature design, my signature shape. It fits everyone and um, is really versatile. So that that's sticking around because you can wear them like a robe around the house, or you can wear them out like a dress. So mm-hmm. I think this hair. time it's great. Yeah,
0: I love my. I can't wait to get another one. Yeah. Um, the next thing I wanted to say. Oh, I wanted to comment. Uh, I like your style as far as like coming in and seeing a color and then creating one person I've interviewed her. And of course people can go back and listen to that podcast. Her name is Michelle Rohr. And that's one thing about how she's built her empire is that she would wake up and whatever she felt inspired to do, she would just go and execute it. And, Mm -hmm. and that's how she's built her business. Most people will say, uh, that's not how you do a business. You got to plan and you got to do this and you got to do all these things all around it. And she like, no, you, when you feel compelled to do something, you just do it. There's so yeah. many times I think about, um, you have an idea and you sit back and you sit back and you sit back here comes somebody, you don't want to do it, with your idea doing it. You're like, well, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. But so when you said that, I was like, that's the beauty of business really is,
1: getting up and doing a thing and executing it and moving Mm -hmm. that's the perfect word for it because it it is it's just not holding yourself back or as far as like creative process goes as well that's a huge thing that i feel like over time i had to get over was yeah if i if i just go and i do this right now it might not look the way that i wanted it to but i'm going to learn something from it and then i would have learned i I would learn more from that process personally than to sit and think about it for longer and try and get it perfect in my head before I just try it. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's all about just staying motivated and just going and just doing it. Just get it done, try it out, see what happens, and move on from there. Love it. Love it.
0: Yeah. So, for people who are out here thinking about an idea, and just keep saying, I need to have this in place and that in place and over there in place. Like, they will take yeah. you forever. Just run with your idea and try it out. It works, it works. Oh, yeah. I I'm it in my business now. And I'm like, why did not I do this a long time ago?
1: Yeah, so, totally. Wait, I
0: think it's perfect.
1: I mean, even like specific example when I, I wish I had them out here to show you, but when I first had the idea to do the big paintings, you can see it on my Instagram, but like, each one of these kimonos, it's a four foot by eight foot piece of fabric. It's huge. And I couldn't figure out how it would like, you know, really paint on the whole thing, as opposed to doing like a immersion dyeing technique. But I really wanted to be able to like, treat it more like a painting. Mm-hmm. And I just went to Home Depot and was like, okay, I'm just gonna get four boards, whatever I can find. I don't have how to build anything. Mm-hmm. And I, uh had a hammer and some nails and I just nailed them into a rectangle and (laughs) put some plastic wrap over the top and then that's still what I use I I built three of them and I still use those because they work and I'm sure there's a better way that I could have built them but they don't need to be structurally sound like they're just there to hold the fabric up and stretch it out and my husband who is a builder he's amazing at building everything um was like what are those? <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> what you could have done it this other way, and I'm like, Yeah, I could have, but I wouldn't know how to do that. And then it would have taken me like a week to figure it out. And these were great, they're mm-hmm. fine, you
0: know. I saw you paint pain on them, like I was watching a video, I think, of you painting.
1: Yeah, and yeah. it's not anything, you know, there's no tutorial for that because I don't know that anybody's ever really ever done that before. So it's just, I just have to do it. And I just, I have a hand, I know how to use a hammer, and I know how to use nails mm-hmm. and a staple gun. So, what can I do with that? <laughs> right, that's right. Because if you
0: ask a professional, they'd be like, well, so we have to go down to this store and I need this kind of wood and then this kind right. of. Wood. You're like, why does it taking a whole week?
1: You know? Oh, yeah, no. My husband would have been down here with like a level <laughs> and, you know, with the like all the measuring tools, getting it perfect. And it would have been driving me crazy So I'd have been like, I just want to get this done. Yes. You know, so.
0: Great example. Love it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the
0: time to. Come and encourage me and the listeners and just to share your beautiful work with the world. I really, really thank you. I'm so excited.
1: Yeah, it was so nice to meet you via social media. And, like, I guess that's one of the things that's been so great about you know 2020, one of the few things. But, like, I feel like I've made more connections with people that I wouldn't normally connect with because you live on the other side of the state. And, you know, I guess that is the beauty of social media as much as sometimes we. It drives us crazy, I think. Yes, for sure. It's been nice meeting people from afar, so.
0: Yeah, nice. And plus, and you're meeting, too, in same circles. You know, like, art be a little, could be a little bit different, but, I mean, it's things that you love, and then you can connect on that level.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
0: for people who are trying to find you, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Um, well, my website is www.tuesdayshop.com. Um, you know, all my contact information is on there. Uh my email is just contact at tuesdayshop.com. Um I've been really good about responding to people's emails and you know if you have questions about the fit of anything or I'm happy to hop on a video chat with you. Um I've been doing that with a few of my customers too. And uh and then on Instagram, my handle is at underscore Tuesdayshop. Um and somehow Tuesday shop was taken, but uh, <laughs> that's where I've kind of been the best at kind of updating on oh, new arrivals, and you know, here's some new pieces that I've been working on. And I have my IGTV up there too with a bunch of fit videos, so those always help as well if you're shopping online. Um, and yeah, if you're in the Seattle area, I'm at my shop every day, it's not open to the public, but um. I have had some people from Seattle that I just do curbside drop off, you know, for them, so they can text me and I'll run it out to their car for them. But um, oh,
0: nice. okay. yeah, cool. That sounds good. I might be heading that way in a couple of weeks. I need wax. Oh, nice.
1: so oh yeah.
0: To Everett to get it, but I was going to get my Ethiopian food. To so. <laughs> Everett. Oh wow.
1: So uh-huh. how long of a drive is that for you?
0: Um, about three to four. Yeah. Depending on the traffic.
1: Yeah, I love yeah.
0: it. It's, just, it's beautiful. If you people, if you're listening to us here, if you've never been to Washington State, because I came from Virginia at night and I thought all of Washington State was like Seattle, and then oh. it's funny when I wake up, and I'm like, whoa, a high plateau desert. Cool. Right. I'll always yeah. love the desert. I wanted to live in New Mexico forever. So Mm -hmm. it's really neat. So if you ever come to Washington State, you can go through the four seasons by crossing from the tip of Washington on the Spokane, I mean, on the Idaho side to going straight across to Seattle. It's just beautiful, different terrain. You go from trees to sagebrush to wheatlands.
1: (laughs) Totally. Um, That's true. That's that's actually a, that's a pretty drive. Yeah. There's some drives out of Seattle, like driving to Portland, (laughs) which I always had to do (laughs) (laughs) for shows and stuff. That's like the most boring drive ever. So don't do that if you ever come to Washington State. But yeah, <laughs> do the I ninety is not too bad, taking you
0: straight over to Seattle or Highway two. So
1: yeah, That's true.
0: So great. Well, thank you so everyone. Please, you can check our show notes. We're going to be on YouTube, IGTV. You definitely can. If you're listening and you want to see the imagery, you can definitely check the videos out there. So you can see all the beautiful camos behind Ryan. So yes they're very beautiful and you want to on so you can be like us casual but cute <laughs> so thank you for tuning in and we will talk to you soon stay safe. awesome bye thank you bye